Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The City of the Swamp Dinosaurs. So one day in early springtime, after most of the snow had melted, Kitty said to Doggy, Meowmy, get ready for a long journey. We've got to go to mandatory potluck. Doggy said, oh, yikes, isn't that where the swamp dinosaurs live? Yes, but we have to go there because we've got to do some research on the Lost Crowns. Queen Dinah said that we can use her royal library and it's got lots of forbidden and ancient texts, so it's probably our best bet for finding clues about the Lost Crowns, Meowmy. Doggy said, okay. Ooh, are Bunny and Murr coming with us? Kitty said, no, Meowmy. Even though Bunny's friends with the Queen, we didn't think it was a good idea to bring a couple of harmless herbivores with us to a city of carnivorous swamp dinosaurs. Murr said, rude, but understandable. So Doggy and Kitty had to make the journey alone. They went on forgotten footpaths through the woods. And the paths were very muddy. They weren't used very much, and it was early spring, so there was melted snow everywhere, and Kitty's paws got wet. She went, ah, yuck, Meowmy, my paws are getting all wet and cold. And Doggy said, oh, but on the plus side, there's swamp onions everywhere. And he picked a swamp onion from the side of the road and popped it into his mouth. Mmm. Kitty said, pew, Doggy, those make your breath stink. Oh, thanks, Ruffy. Well, they reached the city of Mandatory Potluck in the middle of the day, but the city was as dark and dreary as an evening in November. The branches of gigantic, gnarled trees hung over the town and blocked the sunlight. And the buildings were made of lichen-covered logs and chunks of black slate. And south of the city stretched Shadow Lake, a long, narrow swamp where no birds sang. Doggy said, oh, it's kind of gloomy here, Ruffy. And groups of meat-eating dinosaurs prowled the streets. And they looked at Kitty and Doggy with suspicion and hunger. Doggy went, oh boy, as they passed a group of teenage ceratosaurs who were following them with their eyes. The largest one licked his lips and flexed his claws. Kitty said, don't worry, Meowmy, we're guests of the Queen. No one would dare hurt us. Doggy said, okay, yeah, and plus, you're basically a karate superhero. Kitty said, yeah, true. In the center of town loomed a massive pile of broken branches. Kitty said, oh, that must be Castle Deadfall. Doggy said, uh, looks more like a big pile of broken branches. Kitty said, well, when you get closer, it turns into a fortress. You see what it really looks like. That's just a disguise, a magical disguise. Queen Dinah told me all about it. Oh, and indeed, the pile of broken branches magically transformed itself into a towering fortress when they drew close. Doggy went, whoa, no wonder they call it Castle Deadfall. It's all dark and imposing. Kitty said, don't worry, Meowmy. You're totally safe. I'll protect you. And we're guests of the Queen, remember? Right, right. So they crossed the drawbridge and came to the door. And four guards, four Allosaurus guards, stepped in front of them and drew their swords and said, who goes there? Kitty said, I'm Kitty Karate, the world-famous hero. And this is my sidekick, Doggy Cornelius Munchabunch III. We're from yesterday's macaroni, and we are guests of the Queen. The guards murmured and stepped aside, but did not lower their weapons. And a tall Tyrannosaurus with black eyes emerged from the shadows. When he saw Kitty's amulet, he snarled. And he said to the guards, What are these things? Oh, they say they're here to see your mother, your majesty. And Doggy said, oh, the queen's your mother? Then you must be Prince Carrex, the evil guy who can't wait for his mother to die so that he can be the king. Oops, sorry. 
Carex's thin reptilian lips curled back from his sharp teeth, and he said, No queen of Everdust could possibly be friends with teddy bears like these. Kitty said, We are not teddy bears. And Carex looked at the guards and said, Kill them. What? And the guards rushed forward with their swords, and Doggy covered his eyes and screamed, ah! and he was so scared that he peed all over the floor. But Kitty got in a fighting stance. Went, Kitty karate, yeah! And within a couple seconds had knocked all four guards to the ground. Car Rex went, and he grabbed the handle of his sword and got ready to go at Kitty. But then a voice said, stop! And the guards stood up and bowed their heads as Queen Dinah stepped into the room. She looked at Kitty and said, What's going on here, my friend? Kitty said, Your son ordered these guards to kill us, your majesty. Queen Dinah glared at Carex, and he took a step back and bowed. He said, My mother, my queen, forgive me. I had no idea these mammals were your friends. Well, they are. And then Queen Dinah helped Doggy to his feet, and she said, Please don't let this incident spoil your memory of the visit to my castle. I am Queen Dinah the Fourth, ruler of Everdusk, Angkor, and all the lands in between. Doggy said, I am Doggy the Insignificant, and I think I just peed on your floor. Queen Dinah said, You two must be weary from your long journey and hungry. Come, let us get some food and drink. And she started to lead them away, and Doggy said, But, but I really did. And he looked back at a little puddle on the floor. But the queen led them away, and Carex watched them go with a snarl on his lips. He tried to stomp away dramatically, but he accidentally stepped into the puddle of puppy pee. And the guards tried not to laugh. Carex said, clean that up! And then he stomped away in the other direction. Well, Kitty and Doggy spent many days at Castle Deadfall, and they learned a great deal about the strange ways of the slurkworms, or swamp dinosaurs. They were treated to traditional Everdusk dishes like muckfish and marshberries and swamp salad, and they heard many grim ballads about warfare and blood. At first they spent most of their time in the vast castle library, and they pored over ancient scrolls and forbidden texts and learned a great deal about the Lost Crowns. But after a while they began to spend more and more time with the Queen and her grandson, Tyro. Doggy loved going for long walks with the queen. She taught him about the strange plants and animals that lived in the swamps outside the city. She showed him where all the best swamp onions could be found. And Kitty spent a lot of time with little Tyro. Tyro adored Kitty and followed her everywhere. And at night, Kitty would tell him bedtime stories about her adventures. One night, instead of telling Tyro a bedtime story, Kitty decided to tell him about the lost crowns. She said, Okay, Miami, there are two lost crowns. The names are the Crown of Creation and the Crown of Life. But that's not their real names. But anyways, the Crown of Creation gives you power over the world you can see, and you can create things with it. And Tyro said, Oh, I'd love to have that crown. Then I could create cool stuff. Kitty said, Yeah, but the Crown of Life gives you power over the invisible world. Love, spirits, shadows, dreams. And it gives you the power to bring things to life. And as long as you wear it, you never grow old and you can't die. Tyro went, whoa, and he laid his head back on his pillow. And Kitty could see torchlight reflected in the young Tyrannosaur's wide open eyes. And he said, but where are the crowns now, Kitty? Kitty said, nobody knows. But I've just read a legend that said there was a woman known as the Witch of Westland who may have had the crown of creation at one point. 
And Tyro sat up and said, oh, We should go out to Westland and try to find that crown, Kitty, me and you. Kitty said, Well, you're a little young for an adventure like that. And she tucked Tyro back into bed. And Tyro said, Yeah, but my people, the slurkworms, we grow quickly. I'll be a grown-up in less than a month or two. Kitty said, Wow. Well, still, Magic Woods is too dangerous. Tyro said, I don't care. I'm ready for adventure. Kitty said, Yeah, kid, I get it. I totally get it. And someday you will have adventures. But for now, just go to sleep and have some sweet dreams. Tyro said, I'll dream about going on an adventure with you to find the lost crowns. Kitty said, Good night, little prince. And she blew out the lamp and left the room. Meanwhile, in another part of Castle Deadfall, Ka Rex and his mother argued about invading Crisscross Applesauce. Ka Rex said, That mountain is in our land. We should totally take it over. And Dinah said, No, my son, let the mammals have their home and we'll have ours. There's no need to get greedy and evil. Karek snarled and he stormed away from the room. He tried to think of a way to get his mom to declare war on Crisscross Applesauce so they could take it over and start to take over the world. What would it take to make her hate the teddy bears? To expand the boundaries of their domain? Just before midnight, he thought of a plan. He snuck into Tyro's room, wrapped his little sleeping son in blankets, and carried him out into the night. And he placed the boy in a dark cave on a nearby hillside. Tyro just slept soundly through the whole adventure. <laughs> and then Karex ran back to the castle and woke his mother, and he said, Mother, wake up! She said, Oh, what, what is it? And he said, The teddy bears have kidnapped Tyro, and they said they won't give him back to us unless we surrender our kingdom. And Queen Dinah said, What? And he said, Mother, they've been against us from the start. Dinah rose to her feet and clenched her teeth. She said, Bring the mammals to me. Karex and a company of guards dragged Kitty and Doggy from their beds and brought them to the main hall to face the queen. And she said, Where is my grandson? Kitty said, What, Tyro? What, Meow Me? I, I just tucked him into bed a little while ago. Karex said, The teddy bear is lying, mother. And he flexed his claws and looked at Kitty and said, Tell me where my son is or I'll kill you. And then he sliced out with his claws and sliced Kitty right across the stomach. And Kitty doubled over and fell to the floor. And both Queen Dinah and Doggy said, no! And the guards rushed forward to get Kitty. But in their haste, they all bumped into the pool and they all fell to the ground. And then Kitty raised her head and she looked at Doggy and she said, run! What? Run, Meow Me, go get help, save yourself, get out of here! The guards stood up and looked at Doggy and he went, ah! And then he ran out into the cold spring night, even though he was just wearing pajamas. Well, that's the end of the first part of this story of Kitty and Doggy's adventure in the city of the swamp dinosaurs. The next part of the story is called Doggy's Stupersuit. Goodbye. <laughs>